0: Really organically, really, like, spontaneously.
1: It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. (laughs) The Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker and Mike Young. Hey, Mike. Hi, Kelly. Okay, typically you don't want to set up any story with this is the greatest story ever told. I'm going to go ahead and say that. This is my favorite story of all time. I believe it will remain so forever.
0: Oh, well, that's bold. Certainly giving some light in our lives in the tire fire that is 2020. (laughs)
1: God, I wish I'd been a fly on the wall when this happens. We're going to lay it out here for you, and you just try to imagine this whole thing. It started out as a friendly jam session between Eddie Van Halen and uh, Limp Bizkit. I'll say that again, between Eddie Van Halen and Limp Bizkit. It ended up with uh, Eddie allegedly putting a gun to Fred, Fred Durst's head. Now, this all happened around 2001. It was 2004. They played their last show here with Sammy. We know that Eddie was a mess at the time. Uh, This was the time when he had no teeth. We'll just start there, okay? So this is how it all happened, and it's laid out in a new photo book called Eruption in the Canyon, 212 Days and Nights, with the genius of Eddie Van Halen. And the guy who wrote it, Andrew Bennett, presents this story.
0: Yeah, and he was originally going to do like a documentary. He had filmed and photographed the band uh, during this time period of 2004 to 2007, and creative control... I guess defaulted to Eddie Van Halen. He did not like the footage that was shot, and a court battle ensued, and that documentary is not getting released. So he said, I got this material, let me release a photo book. And in that book, he tells a story that was relayed to him from Eddie Van Halen. And like you said, 2001, so this is shortly after West Borland had left Limp Bizkit. He okay. was their lead guitar player. And Eddie found himself at a party with Fred Durst, as one does. Sure. And a music executive came up to them and said, "Uh, wouldn't it be cool if you guys did something together? And Fred Durst quipped, that would be hilarious. The greatest guitar player ever playing with the worst band ever.
1: Point to Fred Durst, good sense of humor about himself.
0: And Eddie apparently responded with, F it. Let's jam.
1: Okay, so that jam session goes ahead at a house in Beverly Hills, but apparently somebody in the session started smoking the cannabis, and Eddie is not a fan of it, so he just left abruptly. He left his guitars, he left his amps, left everything behind, and the author said being at that jam, he said it was like being a scholar amongst kindergartners. Again, we're talking about Limp Bizkit here.
0: We certainly are.
1: Yeah. So the following day, Eddie contacts Fred Durst, Says, I want to get my gear back. And then he doesn't hear back from Fred Durst for a full day. So this is when things get more interesting. Decides to take matters into his own hands.
0: Yes, and if you're Eddie Van Halen, you don't just simply uh, drive over there, take a Uber before Uber existed. You decide to jump in your military assault vehicle that you purchased from auction and go to the house. Yeah. Of course, you're intimidating. Eddie's a smaller guy, but you have this big intimidating vehicle. You're trying to make an impact and maybe the vehicle is just not enough. If you've got a military vehicle, you probably have some military weaponry. And in this case, a handgun, yeah. which Eddie Van Halen brings along with him.
1: And apparently there's a big gun mount on the military vehicle as well. Highly illegal, even in the United States. So he drives this assault vehicle through L.A. into Beverly Hills. Now, You park out in front, right, just for effect. All of a sudden, this vehicle pulls up on the street, and you're like, holy smokes. Nope, Eddie didn't do that. Pulls right up on the front lawn. Gets out, wearing no shirt. His hair's in that samurai bun. His jeans held up with a strand of rope. Combat boots held together by duct tape. And he's got a gun in his hand. Now, this is classic Eddie Van Halen, a member of the samurai hair from that period.
0: Yeah, and it's ironic. The whole thing stems from Eddie leaving the rehearsal early because people were smoking weed. (laughs) Meanwhile, Eddie is high as a kite showing up with a A gun and a tank on uh, this Beverly Hills property the very next day. So pot, kettle, black. Uh, so knocks on the door. Apparently Fred Durst answers the door and uh, he puts a gun to his quote unquote stupid effing red hat of his. <laughs> and I say, where's my shit? And the guy just turns to one of his employees and starts yelling at him to grab it. So yeah. <laughs> You got his stuff back.
1: But just the idea, and this is how this author described it, Eddie Van Halen standing on the front lawn of a residential home in Beverly Hills in broad daylight, smoking a cigarette while holding a gun on Fred Durst as he went back and forth from the house to the assault vehicle. Fred Durst now lugging Eddie's amps and guitars. Is that not the greatest rock and roll story ever?
0: It's one of those stories where I would have loved to have seen that caught on camera oh god that would have been tremendous and we knew that eddie and fred durst had worked together at some point according to fred durst in 2003 a couple years after this fred durst had said that van halen was one of 11 guitarists to audition for westmoreland's job in limp biscuit now i have a feeling that this jam session was misconstrued by (laughs) fred durst as an audition which it probably was not but yeah so the two of them got together for at least one brief moment in time that led to a second And final, brief moment in time.
1: Can you just go back about 30 seconds and remind us who the guitar player is auditioning for Limp Bizkit?
0: Apparently Eddie Van Halen, (laughs) one of 11 guitarists who auditioned.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that part.
0: I mean, it's not completely
1: out of the realm of possibility. because Again, this is Eddie 2003.
0: And at the time, Limp Bizkit, literally the biggest rock band on the planet. Maybe he wants to sow some oats and play with some young bucks. I don't know. (laughs) But apparently they smoked too much weed for him. Wow.
1: From Eddie to Getty, Getty Lee, Robbie Robertson, Brian Adams, Burton Cummings, among the artists set to appear on Sunday night, the Stronger Together Tous Ensemble event on Sunday night, saluting frontline workers battling the pandemic.
0: Wonderful French.
1: Wasn't that accent just dead on?
0: It's a 90-minute program going Sunday night, and uh, it's going to feature a whole bunch of... Uh, like you said, musicians that you just named, along with some pop stars, Shania Twain, Celine Dion, Sarah McLachlan, actors, Keith for Sutherland, Ryan Reynolds, NBA stars, and everyone doing their best to raise money for Food Banks Canada with uh, all people watching invited to donate to their local food bank as, as people need a little assistance. So sure. doing their best to get the word out, to let people know that donating to their local food bank can make a big difference.
1: Now, I noticed this list here because it's all Canadian artists and uh, we're talking about actors. Uh, Mike Myers, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, of course, Canadian actors. Kiefer just lost his mom a couple of weeks ago. Condolences. Ryan Reynolds, of course. And Amy Poehler, not Canadian, from Boston. She was married to Will Arnett who has ties here to Winnipeg, but grew up in Toronto. So there is a slight Canadian connection. Don't know why Amy Poehler is there, but you know what? I will watch Amy Poehler do anything, anytime.
0: Yeah, I could take her or leave her, I'm not going to lie, but it's nice that she's supporting uh, something in Canada.
1: I just don't know why they put out the call to her. I don't know why she's in there. I don't have a problem with it, it just seems weird to me.
0: You want the reasoning behind every yeah. every person involved here.
1: You know me, I'm a curious guy. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I wouldn't be against the re- reasoning. Maybe there's a funny story behind it
1: involving a tank. The program will be 90 minutes long. It'll start at 5.30 our time across Canadian TV radio streaming. It is being billed as the biggest multi-platform broadcast in Canadian history again on Sunday. Maybe Amy Poehler just comes on and says, hi, I know I'm not Canadian, and explains it. I'll be watching. We've been talking about rock bios lately, rock biographies. We were talking about Ted Templeman's, Van Halen producer, Doobie's producer, Van Morrison. That looks like a must-read. This one, I may take a pass. Brett Michaels has announced the publication of his first memoir titled Auto Scrapography Volume 1. The title alone, I back away.
0: I'm back away for numerous reasons one because it's brett michaels a guy i don't think necessarily tells the truth
1: Mm -hmm. two uh, although a very likable fella
0: i mean he comes off as likable ah but i don't know if he's likable. see yes the title is ridiculous and
1: it's uh
0: (laughs) and he describes it as uh reinvention of the autobiography format in uh, a statement that notes that this whole thing is going to include details of get this quote unquote, his journey even up to and including his battle with diabetes and the coronavirus.
1: Oh, he jammed that last chapter in there. So
0: apparently Brett Michaels had the coronavirus and he beat it already. So that's gonna be in the book. Anyway wow. Press release. This is what I don't understand. Okay. Marrying classic hard copy with digital technology and featuring short stories handwritten by the artist himself, Autoscrapography evolves the autobiography into a groundbreaking new format, sharing the roller coaster ride of Michael's epic underdog journey as never before, with timestamp pictures in every chapter to prove it. With a blend of hard copy digital and digital ebook and a never before seen audio visual biopic read by Michaels. With both still and moving images, the auto scrapography is handwritten by the artist. Nothing in that paragraph makes any sense.
1: Okay, we gotta break down a couple parts of it. The hard copy digital, what the hell is that? Like it's like a children's book with a speaker in it? That's what I'm thinking.
0: <laughs> but that's not groundbreaking. That's been around for decades.
1: Exactly correct. And then, of course, a digital ebook. I believe all ebooks are digital.
0: It says hard copy digital and digital ebook.
1: Yeah. That can't exist. Nope. Not at all. And if it does exist, I'm not looking to Brett Michaels to break that technology.
0: Never before seen audiovisual biopic. It's words by Brett Michaels with both still and moving images. That's never been done before. No. Words over top of still and moving images. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind.
1: Also the text handwritten by the artist that's Br- right, Brett Michaels. Oh my the God! Known as
0: Brett Michaels. I've used this phrase in the last week several times. When
1: Don't even tell me because this is exactly what I thought you'd be thinking. That paragraph right there, Brett Michaels. This whole project, insisting <laughs> upon itself. Yes. <laughs>
0: I knew I would leave a mark long enough <laughs> if I kept hammering at home. Oh. Brett Michaels, you're on the next on the list of people who insist upon themselves. Oh. Go back to dressing up in that stupid banana costume for that stupid <laughs> Masked Singer show.
1: And I'm glad you brought up the banana because he was talking about the fact that he wanted it to be something else but the banana made more sense. Great sentence. But he said as part of this media conference he was doing, quote, the thing is to stay healthy and a banana has that natural energy. It has the fructose that keeps you rocking without starting your sugar to a million this is part of his cell job for the book i don't want to well, read he's it a any-
0: diabetic and we know the book will have information about the diabetes again. and coronavirus
1: that has not been a selling point for me that last paragraph
0: again brett michaels idiot
1: Okay, it wouldn't be a Friday without some new music. And hey, we've got some new music. The Killers, no longer based in Las Vegas, but inspired, at least this new uh, album title, inspired by Vegas Imploding the Mirage, a reference possibly to the hotel.
0: A lot of hotels have come and gone in Las Vegas. How do you get rid of a big hotel? You gotta do an implosion can't do an explosion exactly too, many, too many casualties implode
1: incidentally before we get to the clip did you see where the las vegas mayor has said that uh, let's make las vegas a uh, test city for opening everything up again during the pandemic just see how it goes las vegas mayor suggesting that anderson cooper the other night his reaction to it classic andy cooper find it
0: i talked about that last night when i played sin city on acdc at eight i said perfect tie-in to idiots Wow. Keep in mind, Vegas is a democracy. She was elected. Yeah, people voted for that. And now she wants to use those people who voted for her as a, basically a petri dish for coronavirus. So, mm-hmm.
1: Sure. Good on you, Vegas. Yep, good luck with all that. So they've already teased the upcoming record with a lead single, Caution, Good Tune. Now a second offering. This is called Fire in Bone. Check it out.
0: I felt no good
1: That sound you just heard was Wang Chung going, get my lawyer on the phone.
0: Good pull on Wang Chung. Also a bit of a Talking Heads vibe. A little bit. To it. But, uh, you know, those guys have for years been fans of the 80s Uh, they were one of the bands credited with bringing that 80s revival uh, to rock and pop when they first arrived on the scene ushering in a whole bunch of imitators of their sound Mm -hmm. that they had had created so it's no uh surprise that they're dipping back into that era a lot of featured guests on this album we talked about before katie lang one of the guests on this record i'll listen to
1: anything she ever sings i'm
0: very excited to see when that song is released with her yeah the album was supposed to come out may 29th but it's been pushed back so we we don't have a definitive release date for it yet. They are hoping to get it out into stores when stores are open, I guess.
1: Brandon Flowers uh, calls the album as a whole a beast. I'll look forward to hearing it. That is the classic Rock Files, 94.3 The Drive Music Director Mike Young. Thank you. Thank you.